Welcome everyone to Coffee Mornings and Champagne Nights. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kaylee. Join us with a cup of coffee or champagne for candid conversations about life, goals, business, and love. All while we laugh about how we've gone from party sidekicks to kick-ass ball streets. All while still managing love, parenting, and modern living. From reminiscing to setting goals, let's raise a glass to some relatable girl talk in each episode. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey. So let's talk about setting boundaries, setting boundaries, Mm. whether that be within your business, your life, your relationships all of the things. So what what do you think about that? Like, what are your thoughts on how do you set boundaries? You know, is that more in person? I feel like with age, I have gotten better about it 100%. Like, I have always, like, not been good at saying no, because I'm an achiever. Like, Whenever we go into our Enneagram discussion, this will describe, this will totally make sense. But like overall, I like to hit a goal. So I feel like in the past, I've always been like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Or I've taken shit when I've should, when I shouldn't have taken shit. But like as I've gotten older, I've gotten extremely good at like not even just saying no, like not tiptoeing around other people's feelings to preserve their own personal sake. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel like I've always calculated in the past my answer or what I would do based on if I thought I would upset that person. Mm-hmm. And now I've gotten so much better about being like true to myself. Yeah. And, and like if it doesn't what you think. And not just that. Like if it's something that isn't going to serve me well or serve my mindset well or not stay true to myself, I'm okay with being like no. Yeah. I feel like we go through seasons of being like yes men with stuff like For example, you're trying to grow a business. You might say yes to every networking opportunity or there's some stages and phases of life that you're just like, I'm exhausted. Like, I'm just done here. And then you go the opposite. You're like extreme no for everything. And I feel like I go through just just (laughs) Is that a a thing? No for everything? Some people people might. I say it. I say it when I'm in the midst of like my busiest season. I'm like everything that anybody asks me for the next three months. I'm saying no to, and then like I feel like I'm missing out. (laughs) One extreme to the next. Maybe I need to take some of that on. No to everything. Well, you've said it best. I didn't know this about myself, but you said I'm more calculated with like determining my steps or my yes things Mm -hmm. and I don't think I realized that until you mentioned that to me but I have a good like daily sense of boundaries like I know when to stop answering my phone for customer or clients situations like my I I treat my business in a sense of like it's a nine to five and I kind of cut that off 
you, I'm not going to answer you after, let's say, five, six o'clock because I don't want a client or customer thinking they can like reach out to me at 10 p.m. And I'm mm-hmm. going to, you know, I think branding and business is all about how you teach your customers or clients how to view you. And mm-hmm. mine, no, I will not respond to you after a certain time. Uh-huh. So they don't even reach out. You're definitely better at that than I am. Um, but like, I like have things like used to, for instance, I thought I needed to do every type of service because I thought it would please everyone or I thought it would make me more money. And now I am fine with being like, sorry, I don't do that. I think we're at the point in our businesses where we don't chase the money that Mm -mm. we do what we feel fulfilled by. Well, I think it's also like realizing your value. Like, yeah. Uh, the thing that I appreciate now about our industry, especially like you doing makeup, myself doing hair and all of that is used to, if you were in these types of industries, we were kind of expected to be everyone's bitch available when everyone wanted us. There was no time off. You didn't have any boundary. And in like reality, uh, I think I do not remember where this came from, but there was something that I don't know if it was a friend, a coach, a someone told me at some point, and I was like, oh my God, that's a genius. So backstory, I used to offer so many services and I got invested into IBE, which is the method of extensions that I offer now. I believe in wholeheartedly, all of that. And I was at that point in my business where I was overwhelmed, overworked. I I just didn't know what to do. And I was kind of like, what is that next? And I'm going to hurt people's feelings. And if I make this decision, I'm wrong. Or if I make this decision, I'm wrong. And I just didn't know what to do. And Someone basically put it to me in the sense of, okay, so you're worried about either financially guests not being able to afford you or hurting someone's feelings because the services you want to do don't fit into what they want. Like, put it to them in the terms of you really have to think about if someone had an opportunity to either make more money work less, work a more ideal schedule, work a more ideal job, what would they pick? They're always going to pick what is going to benefit themselves or their families first. So whenever I was considering going to being an extension exclusive stylist, not meaning that I didn't do color, it meant everyone that sat in my chair needed to wear extensions. Like, This was an opportunity to work a more ideal job, hopefully work some less hours because at the time I was working several late nights. I was working Saturdays. Like I was working all the time on top of starting work at 8 a.m. If someone had the opportunity to scale back as well as make more money when they've invested so much time, would they pass that up? And I'm like, no, like I would get to see my kids more. At the yeah. time I had one child. Um I remember you being so fearful of like losing clients. And oh my god. That was like I remember that being very like thought through. 
But do you really feel like looking back now that you did? Or do you feel like you just like gained a bunch of other clients? I feel like I was held back about what I thought would hold me back. Yeah. And, And I mean, if you think about it, like, let's say a mechanic. If you drive a diesel vehicle, you're not going to bring that diesel vehicle to any other person than a diesel mechanic. If you are a foot doctor, the only people coming into your business are people that need help with their feet. If you, like so many of our industries are specialized and niche down, I feel like for your and I industry, we are just now being more accepted as being specialized. Like, I feel like for some reason, the beauty industry has taken a little bit longer to kind of come up to the level of being specialized. Yeah, that's like with me with makeup, I only do airbrush makeup. Like that was something that I learned and fell in love with a very long time ago. And I remember keeping like a little bit of both in my kit. And then I got to the point one day where I was like, no, I'm not doing both. I don't want to have two different types of kits almost to accommodate somebody to choose when it's like, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. This is what I specialize in. You either are going to book that or you're not. Well, and I think the same goes into you owning your boutique. Like you and I have had conversations before where you're like, uh, my margins, they could be better. And like discussions between us, like, should you bring in other options or you're yeah. like, my margins are great. And it's like, okay, is this an opportunity to expand on right. offering different things? And like, at the end of the day, you always go back to going, no, this is what I offer. This is what I'm good at. And Someone that is a right fit for me, like an ideal client, is going to fit into this. Speaking of ideal client, that was something you taught me because I, I, one of the pieces of advice I always loved was someone told me once, like, stay in your own lane. And that's with all things, you can take that. But with you, you taught me um, who is your ideal client and figure that person out. And I think that has helped my business tremendously, especially on the boutique side of things. Um, figured out who she was, what she liked, where she came from, what her style was like. And now I think like everything I purchase and buy or design, does it fit her? Like I think of that person that doesn't exist, but she does exist. She's just like hundreds of customers in one. And so you taught me that and that has scaled my business in a way of like, I'm not going outside of my own lane in a sense. And I'm not veering off of who I truly am as a business. Because I know who my customer is and I'm catering to her. I'm not catering to everyone. Well, and I think that's where I do say I'm so okay with setting boundaries now, especially I'm probably more okay, more okay with setting boundaries in my professional life than my personal life. But I feel like I don't have to set the boundaries in my personal life like I do in my professional because my personal circle is so small. Yeah. Like, I am not this person, nor do I used to, I felt the need, but nor do I at this point in time feel the need to have all these friends. Yeah. Like, used to, I wanted to be liked and loved by everyone. But learning to form those boundaries in my professional self, I have 
in return learned to set them in my personal where if someone doesn't serve me, if someone doesn't make me be a better person or contribute to me being a better person, like I don't feel the need to have you in my circle. Right. So like in the past, I felt like I am not a drama filled person, but I had a lot of drama in my life. Well, what it turned around to be was I had people that did thrive off a of drama in my circle. Yeah. And once I started cutting those people out of my life, it was like, wow, I don't have drama anymore. And it, it wasn't that I ever specifically had it. It was that I was surrounded by it. Yeah. Or if you, cause we talk a lot about like the, like we vibrate certain energies and all of that. And it's more of like, our friends know like we're not the person to come to with the drama. Like we've just like, we don't respond to it. We just don't care. Like that's, I'm sorry you have problems. Like I'll talk through problems with people a hundred percent. I am your girl. Like if you want to figure stuff out, but I'm not one, like I don't exude, please come to me just to complain all the time. I exude like, I will help you solve this problem or, you know, set the stage of like, I'm just here to vent for a second. Like I'm down for that. I'm not down for like the pointless stuff that never gets <laughs> drama to me is like the stuff that never gets resolved. Yes. You know what I mean? I always say I am not the friend for you if you just want me to tell you what you want to hear. Like, like if you want to come to me with a problem and you just want me to be on like, yes, girl, you got this. Oh, she was so wrong. I can't believe she did that. I'm not, I'm not the person for you. Right. I'm the more like, okay, you telling me the story. Now, what did you do? or how can we figure this out yeah yeah like I've just never and I think part of that is how I grew up like I I did grow up with all boys on my dad's side I was the only girl out of all the cousins like I didn't have a giant brother family I have one brother but it was very like shoot it straight there wasn't like no like Oh, you're crying. Let me pat you on the back. It was very a matter of fact. Like, oh, you did this? Well, what did you do too? Like, y'all are both in trouble now kind of thing. And mine's so different. I've grown out of the drama. Like, high school me? Oh, God, she was terrible. She had something to say about everything. And then college me was like a little less because I was trying to like grow up a little bit more. And then like 30 something ish year old me is just like screw that like I don't need to have something to say about everything I feel like I have I have an opinion about everything but like a logical opinion but about do you everything always feel like you have to express it to people that are not asking for it? that's where I think the line is drawn no exactly it, it, no and I've never felt the need to express but like if something has been presented to me I'm always going to give my opinion, but I do feel like where I've gotten better about the boundaries is whenever I was younger, I cared more about still expressing my opinion, but taking that person's feelings into account more. So not that I ever want to hurt somebody's feelings, but growing, I am now not so much about like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about my opinion of what is the conversation being had? Like, I don't, in the most loving way, have time to sit around and go around in circles just to preserve right. a feeling. 
Right. Like, if I'm not going to do you any justice by patting you on the back and I'm not going to help you grow or become a better person, then what am I doing? Like, yeah. what's the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I agree. It's hard. I think that's something you have to like grow with and like, I mean, but you have to want to. Like, there's some people that just at our age or older that I know just want to soak in that. And that is just not for me, but. You do you. I truly believe some people like that is what they feed off of. Or it's like and a woe is okay. me. It's like the woe is me. Like, oh, feel bad for me. I've been through X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, we all have. We yeah, all have we've all got our shit. It's either like, like learn and move on, girl. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, everyone's got shit. And that doesn't mean that someone else's shit is not better or worse or harder than someone else's. Like we all have our own level of what we've experienced of trauma. Right. And that's not to disregard anyone else's trauma. It just means that your trauma may be different than the next person. But like you can't expect somebody else to hold your hand or hold you back based on your individual trauma. The goal should be that we should all be here to support you in whatever your individual trauma is and try to make you a better, stronger, whatever you need from that person. But let's say someone is not able to help give you what you need. It's okay for them to not be a part of your life. Yeah. And it doesn't like, I think we've said it before, like it doesn't have to be this big breakup or this big like (laughs) ending and like everyone talks about like we're not friends anymore it's just like chances are they may come back around yeah (laughs) uh, this is a topic for a different day but I feel like every everything in our lives now is so over the top yeah we just can't like live in the world of it is what it is anymore everything has to be a bigger deal well, because we live in the world of reality TV and that's ugh. how people are entertained by like, uh, just everything's dramatic. And I mean, the story is not just the story anymore. It's like, there's so much of a bigger picture. Well, and I think if we like sat back, like, let's, let's be honest, is any reality TV actually reality TV? Oh, no, it's so scripted. <laughs> come on, no, come on. And if it was real, real, like nobody would watch it. Come on. They're right? not going to choose characters that are simple people they have to choose characters that are going to go with their script and just make things a bigger deal you know who i like a company that i have seen like i love them for this abercrombie and pitch okay okay you remember them when they were popular when we were kids like because they put like a 16 year old boy like shirtless on the but (laughs) What have they done with their branding? They have matured with us. We were their target back then and we are still their target now. so true. But they have done a good job of an example of what I consider this mindset of when we were younger, we had more drama and we had this. Yes. But they have matured with us and like, 
I am so thankful that we are still their target market. They have just grown with us. So that means when we are 60, we will still be wearing Abercrombie. Wait, that's genius. I never thought of that, but it's so true because influencers and, you know, all the little bloggers, like that's the stuff that I'm like, I thought Abercrombie Invention was like something I wore back then, but you try to tell like a 16 year old to go wear that. They're They're going to be like, no, they're going to think that's like so uncool. But we grew up with it and we shopped there when we were young, but we can still shop there because they have matured and grown with us. I feel like a genius business model. I know. Okay. So how can we make that part of our, like, I feel like that's what we're doing. Like we talked about, um, or we will depending on where it falls in our episodes about like hiring us as our 21 year old selves, like what we are taking from that now, like everything comes full circle. So I feel like we are doing a pretty good job of doing what Abercrombie is doing. Um, but I bet you also never thought about it like that. No, I absolutely haven't. And now I'm going to sit here and reflect and make sure like in five years, <laughs> who's my target market? And is she, <laughs> she growing with me? Girl, that like, I dive deep into that. That is like my most favorite what well, I would say my most favorite thing I love anything business to talk about but having that knowledge and that growth in talking about ideal client and stuff like that like this is where I'm talking about boundaries I'm okay with not being okay with e- for everyone yes I am totally fine whereas in the past I would bend on what was true to myself or what I wanted, or what I would like. I would work late. I would work more. I would over-please just because I wanted someone to like me and like the way I did their hair and to sit in my chair. And in reality, we were both miserable. Yeah. And, but for me, it was less about what people thought of me. It was more about like, I'm going to hustle and do anything I can to make the money. And for me, it was the money. For me, it was trying to grow my business, whatever I needed to do to like prove that I could do this business or, you know, it's all relating about who was going to pay me to do a service that I didn't even care about. Yeah. Or I thought just having everyone sit in my chair was going to make me more money in the end. And then actually learning about numbers and business. That's not how it actually works. (laughs) Like quantity is not always the best thing. So. So true. But no, that's fun. Like I have no problem with saying no, like, no, we're not a right fit. No, I don't think this is going to work out, especially whenever it comes to guests. Admirable. Like if I came to, you know, a salon or, you know, service provider and they, I told them what I wanted and they told me that that's admirable because it's like, okay, I probably wouldn't have got their best. I probably would have got mediocre service. I wouldn't have been happy as the consumer or customer. Girl, I had people, I think people respect that. I had a guest. She's like one of my, I probably say this about so many of my guests now. I have a lot of favorite guests. I have a lot of favorite, but it's because of what I've built over ideal client. Um, she came in and she's like, I think I want to go brunette. And I was like, not today, Satan, not today. (laughs) And she's like, what you talking about? I was like, I am not in the middle, uh, the mental state to creatively take this on at 
no advance notice. At 8 a.m. on a Monday. Not even that. It was just like work was hard that day in the sense of I was having a bunch of different questions from a bunch of different people being asked. I had different things with guests coming in. And like, this is one of my more particular, I have a lot of particular guests, which I love, but I was like, if you want my best out of this transition, today is not the day for me mentally to give that to you. And like in the past, I probably would have said yes. Yeah. And like, it was so just to be able to do that. Like if I can teach others that work under me or just like who listen to this, help them get to that point. Lord, I hope so. Yeah. That's growth. And that's stress, you know, taking stress off of you. Yeah, because could you imagine if she, if I would have tried to make her like a brunette, <laughs> aka a darker blonde? <laughs> oh my god, we probably would have broke up because it just would not have been good. It wouldn't have been good. I could not trust my skills in that sense. Well, there's something to say about just being like, I'm just not on it today, and I hope you respect me for that. Yes. <laughs> can we tomorrow? Can't. <laughs> Excuse me, let's try again. No. I'm going to ignore that you just asked me for that, and we're going to try again. Circle back. That's my favorite thing. Let's circle back. I'm not going to tell you when we're going to circle back, but we're going to circle. I'm going to let you sleep on that one. Thank uh-huh. You. And I'm going to get like a hibernation on it. Love it. Well, this one was fun. It was. Well, I hope this helped somebody that doesn't know how to set boundaries because that is definitely something you have to learn in life and business and being an entrepreneur because you cannot be everything for everybody. No. And being okay with being genuine and true to yourself. It's okay to say no, y'all. Just say no. Just say no. Except if you want to say yes. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Well, we will see y'all later or we will let y'all hear us later more so. Yeah. (laughs) Close enough. It's all the same. One in the same. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. listening to today's podcast. As a couple ambitious millennials, each episode will indulge in unfiltered, relatable conversations about modern life, business, entrepreneurship, love, parenting, and good old daily chaos. Whether we're conquering the morning with coffee in hand or celebrating our wins at night with a champagne toast, we'll be here to recap it all. You can find us on social media in the description below. Until next time, cheers everyone! Bye.